Welcome to the UK Consult Weekly Podcast with Jonathan Bradley and Elton Daddo, engagement practitioners and general consultation superheroes at Bang the Table in the UK. Hello and welcome to Jono and Elts weekly ramble through all things online and community engagement and public consultation. Now, because we had a special guest on last week, Jono, um, Kevin Rye from Fan Insights, we didn't have a chance for you to set me any homework. So we've got no cliffhanger. So I just spent the week basically just laying in the garden. You know, I, haven't had, I didn't have any homework to do. So, yeah, just enjoying the sunshine and the rain. So you've been um, lying in the garden again all week. Yeah, I've been I've been on a lilo. Um, now I haven't got a swimming pool, so it probably doesn't have quite the same effect. Um, just on got, the grass. You've got your laptop and your headphones on, so you're still on Zoom. But oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to come off Zoom. Now I did no, do I that controlled experiment around what you said about recreating the conditions where I nearly fainted, and it was Zoom fatigue because I had no obvious other problems. Uh, I was going to set as a challenge of not mentioning Zoom during the whole podcast this week but that's that's not going to happen um, minute one already gone straight out um, well can i just point out that other video conferencing platforms are <laughs> um, yeah i know i don't know if any of our listeners experience this but we quite haven't quite often have debates about whether go to meeting is better than zoom or is google hangouts the best and then somebody just trumps trumps everyone by saying yeah we've got microsoft teams and it's like oh so, oh oh Oh, that sounds serious. That's a curveball. It is a curveball. So, yeah, we well, just mentioned most of them then, didn't we? But I'm sure there's more. Yeah, we weren't going to mention Zoom, and then we mentioned all of them. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good start. But t- talking of curveballs, so I was thinking how much I'm longing for the ashes, and I know there's the cricket's just kind of getting going again now. But I noticed that you've been rather busy on Twitter recreating the ashes by winding up our Australian colleagues and friends with your Marmite versus Vegemite poll. Now, what was the outcome of that? Where's that currently standing? Well, at the moment, it has four days left, um, and you can see it on my Twitter feed. So that's at John T. Bradley. It's actually Vegemite versus Marmite, uh, because I didn't want to load the poll by putting Marmite first. So I wanted it to be as fair as possible. So it's Vegemite versus Marmite, simple, yeah. simple poll. And at the moment, Marmite is, a, is really in quite a strong lead, 59% uh, preferring Marmite, uh, 32% for Vegemite. And I'm rounding those figures up and down. Interestingly, 9% say none of the above, so they don't need bother with either. I mean, I didn't add Bovril because I just don't think that counts. Oh, sorry, no, Are we allowed to say that? So, <laughs> Other yeast ex- extracts are available. Yeah. So, um, and, and that was despite a rallying call from some of our um, Australian colleagues. And overnight, I was expecting a bit of a fight back. But um, when I looked at the um, opinion poll this morning, it's, um, we're still in the lead. And this really goes to show the difference between deliberative engagement and surveys and quick polls, because, you know, I think it might balance itself out if we were able to deliberate the issues 
But as, yeah. as we're just relying on a survey methodology or, an, or a quick poll, this really is sort of like polarization of views and opinions, and it's getting quite hostile on the uh, on on the comments. Um, yeah, it's a bit like the ashes, you know. It's getting quite yeah. safe, and we would love all our listeners to um, get involved in this uh, in this very important opinion poll because I think we have to settle the matter once and for all. Once and for, but there's two really interesting things that, that spring to my mind the first thing is why um what i feel is the australians take a much much more sort of team approach to it i they get quite hostile about it i think it's the old ashes kind of adage of, of bad losers like ricky ponting glenn mcgrath merv hughes looking back a little bit further as well they were quite bad losers and also quite bad winners as well yeah. and i <laughs> i'd also be interested to know if there are any anomalies in there so are there any english people who have gone for vegemite and vice versa Ooh. Ooh. Like See, that's that. what you need, reporting and analysis, so that you can actually drill down properly into the, into the results. Yeah. I mean, that's um, why we have to push them forums on Engagement HQ, so that we can get the qualitative dimension to what yeah. people are saying. And that's why we have the participant database, so that we could have a look and we could cross-tabulate the contributions via people from Australia, who uh, people from England or the UK, sorry, who are fans of Vegemite. I mean, it would be fascinating. Yeah, oh, totally. And I lived with some Australian guys way back in, literally in the year 2000. And there were a couple of those, you see, who did prefer Marmite. So I'm not thinking, it's almost like Marmite equals UK, Vegemite equals Australia. It might not be like that, but if we can't right. analyse the data in a more meaningful way, um, we'll never actually be able to get to the bottom right. of the anomalies and things like that, and then spark a really, really lively discussion forum based on our findings. Yeah. So I reckon if any product managers from Vegemite or Marmite or both are listening, they should do a limited edition half and half um, tub of Vegemite and Marmite. Oh, yeah. And then among families, you can see which side goes down the quickest and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You could call oh, it Vegemar. Really <laughs> yeah, Marv. Oh, I can't, I can't even think of that. <laughs> we'll come up with something, though. Yeah. What's been going on? What's up next? What's been going on? Well, lots of new project launches in Engagement HQ. Have you had any highlights of the week this week? I have, actually. Um, Dorset coast have your say and actually yeah. dorset coast have your say.co.uk are one of the first sites in the world to have moved over to our new appearance editor and they've created a rather beautiful looking site brilliant so, yeah so i was pleased to see that they are pioneers in the world of online participation yeah, they're definitely blazing a trail um, with that new new editor. And it is a game-changing type thing, isn't it? I mean, it's really, really visually appealing, easy yeah. to use, all of, that, all of that sort of stuff as well. And what did I have? Well, there were a number to choose from. I went for Tower Hamlets Council, Livable Streets Bow Consultation. And I'll put yeah. this along with the one that you referenced in the blurb so that people can actually have a look, because obviously it's such a visual thing as well. But what they've done is it's a, it's a multi-million pound borough-wide street and public space improvement program to improve the look and feel of public spaces in neighbourhoods right the way across the borough in London. 
and make it more convenient to get around by foot and bike. They've used the information widgets in Engagement HQ really, really well to outline the key dates and they've uploaded a lot of documents around consultation leaflets, a proposals overview map and a management design plan. Good use of the FAQs widget as well within that. In terms of the deep engagement tools, they've gone with a number of them. They've got a um, Liverpool Streets Bose survey. They've got a tool which they've overtyped and called it chat, which is another brief survey um, which people can complete and then allocate a time and date to actually speak to a team member because obviously face to face is off the table at this at this point. So people can have individual consultations with the Liverpool Streets um, team, which I think is a really, really good way of using that function as well. And then they've outlined their proposals using the stories tool really, really visual, and they've uploaded a lot of um, pictures around pedestrian improvements, traffic changes, that sort of thing. Um, they've got a really good live Q&A, and they're answering publicly in some cases to a lot of these questions as well. Um, and then they've used an ideas board. So they're consulting on proposals to introduce school streets in Bow, and they want people's ideas on how they can improve the area outside schools to make them safer, cleaner, and more attractive. I'll yeah. put that up in the blurb, but it's a really, really good project. I always find it really, you know, really cool when people hacks probably a bit extreme, but you know, when they when they modify the dialogue tools and they just use them in a way that they that works for them. I quite like that. Yeah, target audience is so important, is it? You've, a lot of our clients use this for students and things like that as well. So the way in which you communicate and that target audience, it's, it's great to be able to see people being able to just overtype those tool names and make them much more relevant to, to the public that they're talking to. So yeah. yeah, really good. Now, did you have any stats of the week this week? Oh, do I? <laughs> I, I think you might. <laughs> I haven't been preparing. Because remember, this is all <laughs> stuff. Yeah, um, it's all just from memory. As I see things, I just memorise them. That's it. Although my wife Louise could actually do that because she yeah, she does just she's got what's it like a photographic memory. Oh so, wow! Yeah. Anyway, what do you think, Elton? By how much do you think sales of board games increased in the UK year on year during March? The sales of board board game sales, basically. Uh, 140%. Not a bad effort, but you are quite a way out. <laughs> Not bad effort, but it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it sounds similar, so it's 240%. Oh, right, I was only 100% out. Exactly. Wow, so whereas we might have expected people to be using, you know, playing games online a lot more, they've actually gone, right, no, we're going to get some proper family, old school family time in and yeah. Um, buy some new board games and old old school board games and get involved in those. That's really cool. And um, so many moons ago, or it's an idea I've all often toyed with, is creating a board game about public consultation. I mean, it sounds really, really like, <laughs> like it's not going to be like a family game. Because I mean, like if your mum or your dad got a board game out and they said, right, we're going to play, take part in public consultation, it, I don't think it'd be that great, but maybe, you know, there might be a few people in our industry might buy it. I don't, I'm not sure how, how much legs that's got as an, as an idea, but... You could imagine, like, forgot to submit your response to the consultation by the deadline, go back seven places, <laughs> yeah? Oh, so it's got a little sort of monopoly feel to it as well. Yeah, yeah so, like, you could have, like, a community chess and it would say, your council buys a licence to Engagement HQ, collect £100, you know? Yeah. It's you know once you get into it, 
it's a winner. I'm looking forward to seeing how this design scopes out, but I do think you should get it patented because I wouldn't want anyone to steal this because no. I think um, if it is going to be a multi-million pound enterprise, you do want to keep that to yourself. Can we patent it now just by saying it? Yes, it is now patented, effectively. Yeah, Brilliant. <laughs> or we'll just have you? you have a start. Yeah, I've got two. So Ooh. I've got the number 25,179. Um, which you can guess at what that might be. It could be absolutely anything. It's not the number of assists that Cantona got in the 2000. And, oh, no, he wasn't even playing then, was it? 1996 season. Um, it's the number of visits on the West Yorkshire Combined Authority Your Voice Engagement HQ site in the last week. So who oh. said online and digital wouldn't take off, eh? Yeah, who did say that? Wasn't it the guy from IBM who said that the, the desktop computer would never take off? Yes, yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah, that's one of them, isn't it? Wow. Massive levels of engagement, people keeping themselves informed on a range of different things that they're consulting yeah. on. And then the other one I had was the number 172. And that was the number of live discussion forums that are going on now in the UK during the course of this week in Engagement HQ. So you can imagine wow. how many people are participating in each of those forums across the UK. Wow. A lot of people getting involved in decision making and yeah, great leadership shown by those who are who are facilitating those forums as well. Oh, that's great, isn't it? And did you have any Meldrew mo moments this week? Well, I have actually. And <laughs> oh no! It's about, it's about the prime minister, and you know, I don't want to get into politics on the podcast, so we're staying away from politics. But it's this whole thing about build, build, build. Yeah. For me, what that forgets is that, you know, we have a statutory right and whatever the statutory responsibility to consult on major projects, plan, uh, yeah. housing, roads, infrastructure and things like that. And in many cases, local government, etc., have made promises that they will consult before anything is built. And yeah. people have a legitimate expectation that they will be consulted before before um, anything is built so i'm sort of like thinking hold on a minute lots of these shovel ready projects aren't going to happen unless consultation itself is also taken place but also is you know it might have to be shovel shovel ready consultation yeah so if we need these things to move quickly for the benefit of the bounce back then we're going to have to think about well how do we do quality public consultation, meaningful public consultation, but it might have to be done at speed. And yeah. obviously online is an aspect of that, but online can't be seen to be cutting corners and reducing quality. So by that, it can't be an online, a live online public meeting. That can't be seen as an excuse for needy yeah. public consultation. So it's still got to be done properly. Yeah, they, they can't pay lip service to it and then as you say, in the online environment or face-to-face, -face, they can't just pay lip service to it and then just, like you say, get the shovels out and off we go just because oh. they've put something briefly online to say, just to let you know we're doing this and if you've got yeah. any questions, email yeah, this. It'll, email. Be, it'll be outrage. It'll be outrage. Yeah. And it reminds me of Arthur Dent waking up in his home, looking over a broad spread of the West Country farmland in England. And as he co gradually comes back to consciousness, he realises that he's dreadfully hungover. He hauls himself out of bed and stands in front of the window where he sees, but does not register, a bulldozer sitting ominously outside. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. To people, can you remember, you know, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and no that, one wants That's to see how it began. Are we going to get up in the morning and look out the window and see a bulldozer and they're putting a superhighway outside and a mega bypass? And then you're like, oh, you know, where was the public consultation? And then the planning officer says, oh, yeah, there was an online Zoom meeting. Meeting, uh, other video conference platforms are available, <laughs> and you miss out on the consultation. Oh, a little bit more time on the, the Douglas Adams side of it, and just read this where where the planning officer says, But the plans were on display. Yeah, on display says Arthur. I eventually had to go down to the cellar to find them. That's the display department with a flashlight. Oh, well, the lights have probably gone, so are the stairs. But look, you found the notice, didn't you? I mean, there you go. That can't happen. That kind of thing cannot yeah. happen. There you go. No. How grumpy was that? And that really, well, it's made me quite grumpy now as well. And I've had no, I've had no Meldrew moments this week, but that it also, that erodes trust completely with um, local authorities and things like that and building companies and all sorts of things and national government. Um, it erodes that trust that so many are doing so much to, to build at this point in time as well. Oh, sorry, just the correction. It wasn't the planning officer. It was the construction foreman. Sorry. Construction Oh, poor planning officer is going to be annoying. I just had a horrible thought then that um, all loads of hitchhikers, guys of the galaxy fans would be writing in to correct my mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we get the, we'd have to launch our own sort of Q&A and discussion forum in Engagement HQ to kind of handle all the queries coming in. But right. yeah, I didn't have any this week, but what I'd like you to do is I'm nominating someone else. I know you started this a few weeks back, and I think it's a great idea. I'm not going to play a clip. I'm going to do an impersonation of the grumpy person. <laughs> I'd like you to guess who it is, what the year was, and why oh they were so grumpy. Gosh. Right. So now I can't promise that the accent's going to be good because it is supposed to be northern again. But right, I'm just going to read it out now, see what you think. When you do that with footballers, like he said about Leeds, and when you do things like that about a man like Stuart Pearce, I've kept quiet, but I'll tell you something. He went down in my estimation when he said that. We've not resorted to that, but I'll tell you. You can tell him now if you're watching it. We're still fighting for this title, and he's got to go to Middlesbrough and get something. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Oh. Oh, who was that? Bloody hell. I'm going to say Brian Clough. <gasps> no, not quite. No. He's not so. Northern enough, is he? He's really Midlands, but is he? Yeah. Is, he, is that right? No. <laughs> Where that, was he from? that was Kevin Keegan. It's a very famous clip. I'll put it in the blurb as that well. Was a very really terrible Keegan advert. Good. <laughs> Well, I was thinking he's from Liverpool, but he didn't have a Scouse accent, so I don't think he was actually from Liverpool. He obviously played there. But he was talking about Alex Ferguson, who was winding him up by saying that um, opponents that Newcastle were playing were purposely going to field weakened teams and things like that. And he, and he just went on this massive rant on Sky Sports. It's really funny. Um, and that's when New he was in charge of Newcastle and they had a 16-point lead and they blew it. And the year was 1996, my end of my first year at uni. Blinking heck. Blinking heck. That's pretty grumpy. <laughs> That's really grumpy. We're going to have to find out where Kevin Keegan's from now. Wasn't he a Geordie? 
He might have been, but he didn't have a really obvious Geordie accent either. The best thing to do is obviously listen to him do it, because then you might get more of a sense of it rather than me well, trying to. Be a, a test for um, Matt Crozier, see if he's listening this far. And yeah. As he, he has to tell us where Kevin Keegan is from. Yeah, yeah. And actually, although I reference Leeds in this, it wasn't my direct words. Um, and I wasn't actually um, being disparaging about them this time. No, so, no. Well, you probably have a written warning. <laughs> I'm already on a final written warning at this point. <laughs> now, before we close, because obviously, as, as I said, I was lying around on the lilo all week without my homework. Um, do you want to set me any homework for the letter D from How Not to Murder Your Grumpy by Carol? I think we've established it with Elizabeth Wire. I do. However, before I do that, I did just want to give a quick shout out to um, Ella for writing the eight steps to um what was the title eight steps to a well-designed site for our new appearance editor because yeah the pairman has given me a new buzzword of the week which we used to feature but we've dropped we've not had that for a little while a hero image you add a hero image to your site hero image i'm actually noting that down yeah and this this is this like this, this hero image is a statement image that gives your visitor a first impression of your site. Wow, yeah, because some, so many people would just switch off if what they didn't, what wasn't visually appealing yeah. to them when they first went in on their mobile or their tablet or whatever it was. That's great. So uh, yeah. we'll put that in the blurb, a link to that article, Eight Steps to a Well-Designed Site by Ella Pearman. Shout out. Yeah. On the, oh, shout out. Shout out, Ella. That's yeah. brilliant. So, your homework for the week combines dominoes, drawing, and drafts, and a little bit of a segue back to the board game situation. Does the gaming industry, not gambling, gaming industry, do much public consultation? I'm looking forward to that. I thought when you first started saying that, you meant Domino's Pizza. So I was quite looking forward to that. Um, but <laughs> no, even still, that's a really good assignment. I'm looking forward to researching yeah. that. And other pizza um, takeaway <laughs> companies are available. I just make my own really badly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will research that and I will get back to you next week. So, yeah, great to catch up as always. And until next time. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the UK Consult. Join us for future conversations each week as we continue to explore the tremendous, meaningful and ever-evolving world of digital consultation and community engagement. You can view additional educational resources at bangthetable.com.